Hey girl, pleasure seekers, it's your girl Tasha, aka the seducer, aka the pleasure dom, the one, the only queen behind her pleasure chest. Let's get into this episode that will guarantee to aspire you, inspire you, make you wet, make you horny, make you curious. <laughs> Let's get into it. sure you missed me i missed you too you freaks uh this officially kicks off the first episode of season two the last time you heard from me that was episode 26 uh no i lied it was 25 so this will be episode 26 but the first one of season two right so i had to take a break because I had to get my headspace right with everything going on with COVID-19. You know, we're all in this together. And if I'm going to do the podcast and chat it up with all the listeners, I have to be in a good headspace. So I took the time I needed and unwind and meditated and prayed and keep in touch with my friends and family um i hope you are all out there safe um and following orders if you've lost a loved one a friend i send you nothing but um light and vibration high vibration and healing and protection and strength and comfort during this time um we're all going through it and if you've listened to i would say like the last two episodes um i have urged everyone to be kind with each other um and yeah but i'm not going to spend time on it we are already dealing with it and I would love my podcast to be a little escape from it all, even if it's just 
30 minutes. Um, 30 minutes of self-care, listening to me, and not thinking about everything else. It is okay to disconnect and um, take a moment away from the news and talking about what's happening. It is okay to take care of your mental health. And um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I hope you love the new intro. I love the new intro. It is so sexy. It is so sexy. And I must give a special shout out to the person who um, designed it. No, not design, create, right? Created it. Um, edit. I messaged the person and I'm like, I need a new intro and I want something really sexy and to get people nice and comfy and in the mood and just ready to talk and think sex. And they delivered. So shout out to you. Thank you very much. I am not mentioning the person because I didn't give, have permission to do so. Also, have you seen I know you peep the new graphics hello shout out to my girl in Virginia I will definitely tag her on the post for you to hit her up for all your graphic designs she is amazing alright to kick it off this is what episode uh, 26 but the first episode for season two i feel like ending season one at 25 episodes was all right i'm sure some people might think oh my god why not go 30 it's so premature because i do what the spirits tell me to do okay so here we are episode 26 season two and i'm going to start this episode off this topic can be a little heavy for most people um and i'm not going to go too graphic um but it's april and april is sexual assault month and of course it's not something sexual assault awareness month and of course it's not a conversation right now because we have something as a pandemic that we're worried about so I just want to talk about sexual healing right in the light of sexual assault month awareness awareness month I want to talk about sexual healing what is sexual healing what does that look like what um what is it that was what's that all about right um but before I get into the nitty-gritty even on hiatus, you are all listening. So if you're a new listener that you binged, listen, shout outs to you because the numbers for the podcast still went up even though I did not record a new episode in several weeks. And I am so appreciative of that. Um, the numbers went up to four thousand plays holy shit y'all some loyal fucking kinksters and i love it um if you're brand spanking new i want you to understand 
that I cuss. (laughs) Yes, I do. If you want full, bougie, and classy, and um, no cursing, well, baby, this podcast is not for you. The segments are broken up in three parts. I educate you. I educate on a lot of things, and I like to give you facts. I like to break the stigmas and taboos, right? Then I will talk about a fetish or a kink because, again, I love to educate, and I want to shed light on a lot of things that people might not think are um, fetishes or you might not think an act a a particular sexual or non-sexual act is kinky so there's that part and then the third part of the show is usually my personal experience so I like to give a little hint of some of my guilty pleasures that I have partake in and through the three segments you know Sometimes my little college degree goes to the side and the street come out, you know. I'm an island girl. I'm a New York girl. You know, I I have a little hood in me. Well, God damn it, I do have a lot of hood in me. But that's not the point. All right, so (laughs) let's get into the first segment. My very very nice hat is on and I'm going to um, try not to segue too much. If the topic of sexual assault is too much for you, then um, still listen. Don't run. I promise you I'm not going to go graphic. I promise you I'm going to stick with sexual healing. Okay? So, As we know, sex is a big thing in everyone's life, regardless of how some people might become uncomfortable about talking about sex. It is a part of our lives, and we have to have the conversation about it, especially if you have experienced any form of sexual assault. And I am not putting this only on women, sexual assault happens to both genders. It is reported a lot more by females, but it happens to any, either one, male and female. Men also get sexually assaulted. We don't talk about it, but it happens. Um, so, the conversation is often very uncomfortable for many, especially when you talk about rape and any form of sexual abuse. Um, It is serious um, and it damages a lot of people's lives. This is not an easy subject to discuss, let alone to ask someone um, to open their mind enough to try having sex after such a serious trauma, it's hard. So as a clinician, my recommendation to anyone who has experienced um, a serious, serious sexual trauma 
to seek therapy as a sex coach. I do not have therapy sessions with anyone who experienced any form of sexual trauma because I already have to deal with um, therapeutic sessions in my day-to-day life, dealing with um, whether it's someone with depression or anxiety or um, I've helped people diagnosed with severe mental illnesses. So for me, I like to focus on the sex coaching aspect of everything else to to help with my own mental health too. So if you're listening and you have experienced very, very serious, very, very, very serious traumatic sexual assault, sexual abuse, rape, anything of that nature, and it is... um really impacted your sexual experiences, I highly recommend that you seek therapy. It is okay to talk to someone. And if you are married or if you are in a committed relationship and you um, have experienced this, try your best to have a conversation with your partner about it. Because as I go further along in this conversation about sexual healing, I'm going to touch on why and how sex can also help during the healing process. I know, I know, don't give me that look. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Don't say, bitch, what, what, what you mean? Like, trust me on this, okay? I know, like I said two seconds ago, it is very hard to ask someone to open up to the idea of having sex after such a serious trauma, but it's worth a shot. And I have worked with couples where in this particular case, the female, um, she was sexually assaulted and was really having a and uh, a not so nice effect um on her marriage and i'm going i'm going to get into that a little later on so let me go through my notes and so i can get over my nerd moment and i promise you i'll tell you what happened to that couple to tie it all in all right so where did i leave off on my notes okay great um sexual healing is indeed a, a thing that has helped many people um while healing intimacy can often be challenging and uncomfortable it is also very important for the sake of building a honest true trusting and deep relationship the more we experience sensual touch. You heard what I said? The more we experience sensual touch. Now, let's pause right there for a second. Oftentimes when people think intimacy, they always just think foreplay and just foreplay. They think it is sucking on the titties and giving head, you know, licking skin and all of those things. And intimacy 
can can be so many different things sensual touch in the form of just cuddling you, we are home in quarantine right now and just lounging on the couch together snuggling each other arms and gently you know rubbing running your finger on your partner's hand just gently the gentle touches while watching tv or if either one of you in the kitchen that that hug from behind the kiss on the neck the kiss on the cheek the kiss on the forehead those are all beautiful sensual touch a sensual touch will help and now I don't remember if I was all that great in biology, but I remember that some of these sensual touch can, it triggers oxycodone levels. And I know if I'm not mistaken, that's one of the good hormones in the brain, right? So, and those touches can lead to sex, right? Okay, great. When you get to the sex, now, sex, according to research, um, helps with a lot of um, stress relief. That's why when I talk about sexual healing, if someone uses sex to medicate, right? Medicate in terms of... That's their way of coping with life and they want to de-stress and they have a lot of tension and they've experienced a lot of things. Sometimes a good nut can make them feel so relaxed. Why? Because during an orgasm, the oxycodone releases the body from stress. It increases calmness, improves a person's well-being, and it also reduces pain. Now, with oxycodone, which is already in our bodies, right? It's not just the pill you pop. There's two more hormones, serotonin and endorphins. We know these three natural hormones and, you know, chemical hormones and whatever, the three of them mixed together. Um creates like a rush it creates this this natural high and um it is a natural high that it doesn't give us that addicting feeling as the pills do of course not but the rush that we get from an from a really good orgasm put us in a euphoric state to relax, um, unwind, and for a lot of people, that can be very healing um, to their spirits, to their bodies, to their emotion, to their mental health. Um, it becomes harmful, and I never like to. I I would never be one sided with anything that I present to you. It can be harmful if it is. Um, if it starts to be very addictive, right? Um, if your only way to cope is with sex and you just, you need it, you need it, you need it, you need it, you want 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 it. and then you just got to fuck Tom, Dick, Harry, Sue, John, Jane, and Jill, and Jack, and Jose, and, you know, little Ray Ray and, um, 
and, you know, <laughs> and Tyrone and his homies, you know, and Shaniqua and them. So <laughs> just understand if done in a healthy way, sexual healing can help with traumas. Now, I promised you I was going to talk about this couple. So, a couple contacted me for a consult. And um, this wife, they, she openly say that, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on another episode before, but I feel like I'm having a deja vu moment. Anyways, she said her husband enjoys missionary. And... Um, the husband was on the phone and he he said he liked missionary because he loved admiring his wife. He's like, I just want to look at her. I want to touch her. I want to see her facial expression. I want to to see and and her squirm and and I just want to connect with her in that way. But the wife only liked it from behind. Now, I know some of y'all that like to get it from behind. You're going to be like, well, why, what's wrong with that? This was the issue. She not, she did not like missionary because she was sexually assaulted and the person had her in that position. So every time her husband forced her or Argued. I would. I don't want to use the word force, but whenever he brought up um, trying to do missionary, it triggered her. It triggered her, and um, she didn't like it. So it started to create a tension, um, create tension between them. So I suggested. So I suggested that they um, use a sex toy and I told her to allow him to, during foreplay, just gently touch her and admire her um, and do it for a while until she got comfortable feeling his presence hovering over her because that was the the, the deep-rooted issue. His um, presence hovering over her triggered her. So they, for a while, they, um, she allowed him to just touch her and admire her body. He didn't force to say, okay, I'm going to slip on in right now. No, they really worked on this. Um, used the toy. You know, he watched her masturbate and they enjoyed it. And after she's done masturbating, he would touch her and just like kiss her stomach and, and you know, complimented her and, and all of that until she finally got comfortable, extremely comfortable where it allowed um, her to welcome him 
in that position, you know. Um, so it takes work, but she was willing to um, be open to her partner, her husband, in that sense to say, honey, this is what happened and this is why it makes me uncomfortable. So you see, sexual healing can happen if the conversation starts. If you experience a sexual assault at any given point in your life and you're still triggered by it and your partner does something, says something, holds you in a certain way that triggers you and you don't talk about it, you're not going to be able to heal sexually. You're going to hold on to that and your partner is going to think like, what the fuck is wrong? I did nothing wrong. I'm just trying to have sex, (laughs) you know? Um, So have the conversation. Have the conversation. It's okay to have the conversation. Um, If you're not ready to talk to your partner about it, seek help if you think it is um, really impacting your life. Now, if you have experienced it and now you're using sex in a harmful way, thinking that's going to heal you, if you're doing it in a harmful way, you should most certainly, um, most certainly, most certainly seek help, right? And that's all I'm going to say about that. Let uh, let's pay some bills. Uh, let uh, let's pay some bills. Let's listen to this ad, and then I am going to get into the fetish. All right, fetish for this week. It's only right since I covered sexual assault and sexual healing. Now, this particular fetish. Um, it is used for many as their form of sexual healing. Um, gangbang and rape fetish, fetishes of multiple partners. Um, I am sure if you're an avid porn watcher, you've seen plenty of porns with multiple men and very often one female getting fucked right um plenty of times it is double penetration triple penetration a lot of coming (laughs) coming on the face and ass and titties and everywhere um getting gangbang right they are fucking um the female one at a time in rotation sometimes all of them at the same time you know um then there's a rape fetish where some women or men um, enjoy uh, the feeling of someone forcing them to have sex. And they really do get into an intense role play with this. Um, it happens, you know, again... We don't judge on this show. I don't judge on this show. Listen, different strokes for different folks. Um, get into one of my personal experience. I have, I have experienced double penetration. You've listened to the episode where I talk about double penetration. Um, would I ever have gangbang? 
mm, no, <laughs> not my thing. Um, rape role play, mm, nope, not my thing. Um, I've had my own personal experience of, um, what's that's like the topic on hand. Um, but I won't, I won't do the, I would, that's not my fetish, right? Um, that's not one of my guilty pleasures. I do have a, uh, multiple partner fantasy where, and it's just the nasty slut in me, right? Um, where I have a fantasy that incorporates, uh, BDSM and um I guess King, right? Um I I'm a switch. So if you've listened to the other episodes, I I'm a Dom and I have a a lovely submissive, my boy, he's listening right now, I'm sure of it. Um but I also have a submissive side before I experienced my dominant side I'm I'm very submissive but submissive to the right person um so this particular fantasy um I really want to get full bondage like arms strapped legs strapped bound by ropes I'm a rope bunny. I love ropes. Oh my god, they're so sexy. Um, and have multiple partners. I guess you can say that's gangbang, but not really because I have a limit to, um, how many parties will be involved and exactly what is going to happen. So, um, yeah. I, I guess you can say that's I don't it's not gangbang. It's it's just me being nasty and slutty. It hasn't happened yet, but I promise you I promise you, my darling pleasure secrets, I promise you when it happens I will definitely share my experience. <laughs> I will definitely share my experience with you um all right that's it for this week i will be back next week um i mentioned on the instagram that if you cannot afford a consult right now a lot of people are going through hard times feel free to email me your questions and I will answer them for free on the pod, right here on the podcast. So if you're at home with your man or with your woman or if you're a woman with your woman or your man with your man or shit, if you are as single as me and you are home alone in this quarantine, right? But you still want some sexual tips, email me at pleasuredom at gmail.com. That is pleasure, D-O-M-M-E, at gmail.com. Email me your questions, and I'll answer them on the pod for free. Go ahead and hit follow on the Instagram. 
follow me on Instagram, Pleasure Tom. That is again, Pleasure T O M M E. You can also follow, you should also be following the page, Her Pleasure Chest. I, I drop some stuff on there for y'all every day. If you follow my personal page, you see I am in quarantine and I am getting snatched. So slide in my DM if you need some help to um, suppress your appetite and stay away from all the snackity snack, snack snacks. You snack it on, all right? I have everything for you that you might need. Detox, maintain, sexual boost, there's everything. This is a one-stop shop. Gotcha. Overall health, sexual health, and physical health, spiritual health. Y'all could get it all from me. Why? Because I'm awesome. Okay, let me shut up. I'm going to go. It's midweek, so I hope you have a um, good rest of the week. I know right now it's hard to find good in the world, but there is still good in the world. Find the light. Be the light. Um, As always, as always, be kind. Be you. Be true. um, And remember to escape the labels and embrace the kink. Peace out.